We build connections through relationships, a necessary part of the human condition. And throughout this journey, we become ever more authentic versions of ourselves. What are your relationships like? Do they strengthen you? Do they make you tired? Do you question them? The beautiful and the ugly? We are Marjorie and Aijin. Our connection grew when we found out that we were both expecting around the same time. Our children, Rami and East, drive many of our conversations about cultivating healthy relationships with self and community. We are Haitian and American, and much of our worldview is shaped through this lens. Tisha's Ba is a Haitian Creole expression that means, pull up your little star chair and listen. This is our intentional way of facilitating growth and increasing our capacity to show up. We believe this is only possible by challenging ourselves to move beyond, to assess our love for self, love for country, our native tongue, community, and cousins everywhere. Are you ready to take this journey with us? Let's enact something new through conversations about the state of us. La Val. Take a seat. This is Rami and East Tichesba. Mommy. Oui, mon amour. Baby, is 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 Hi, everyone. This is Marjorie and Aijine. And we are on episode four. Can you believe it? Episode four of Rami and East Tichesba. Thank you so much for joining us. And if you are here, it means that you've already listened to episode one, two, and three. And now you're here with us. This is the end of our carnival season. And we thank you so much for your uh, for being part of this journey with us. (laughs) (laughs) Being part of this with us, this, this experiment, yeah. So this, today's topic is about accountability. So it's expectations across groups. How do we hold ourselves accountable? How do we show up? How do we do this work? How do we hold the people that we place in control accountable? And so this is gonna be a fun conversation, maybe a little bit difficult, but we are ready for it. So Eugene, what do you have for us? (laughs) So it's, you know, I have this fascination with um, the Creole language, um, even mm-hmm. though I didn't really speak it growing up. I didn't, I mean, my parents spoke it to us and we always spoke back in English, but I'm always very interested about what words exist in Creole and what words mm-hmm. don't. Like even things like, I love you, like the variations of love, it's like, and if I want to say that I love you in a different way, I have to like add other adjectives to it, but there's not like a word for like versus love versus like you guys you, like I appreciate you. But something that I found very fascinating is this word accountability. And it's an important word to me because I wanna use it all the time, especially when it comes to business and being able to be accountable. And so I was trying to figure out what the word for accountability was in Creole years ago. I could never find it. I can find something in English. 
I could find responsible, like you're responsible, but it's not accountable really isn't responsible. Like accountable means that you owe somebody X, Y, Z, and you have to be accountable and you need to be accountable more so to yourself than to the other person. And it was fascinating to me because I really, this word doesn't exist. And then somebody was like, I'm like, is French. We put it into Creole, but it's, is it really Creole? And I think it's fascinating that it doesn't exist in Creole because how often are people held accountable to Haitians? Hmm. The UN came here and gave everyone cholera and they still haven't paid anything for it. The UN came here and had a battalion of people that raped women and impregnated them and they just sent them away and nothing happened. Houses were built in shoddy conditions, which ended up with people dying en masse during the earthquake and nothing happened. People raised billions of dollars for Haiti and nothing happens. And I'm like, are we, does this word not exist? Because how would we, when would we get the opportunity to use it? Like who is accountable to us? And I think it's very fascinating when accountability does happen, how it happens. And so I'll give like a really quick example before um, turning it back over to you, particularly in the countryside. And it's one of my joys is being in the countryside of Haiti. I think if you want to have sanity, you need to spend time outside of Port-au-Prince. And I'm always fascinated about this fet champet concept. And it's very similar to me for Carnaval. Every year, people have like the church of the area has like their saint day and the entire mayor's office will organize the party around it. And if you are a mayor and you do not organize a fet champette that is worthy of fet champetting, like clean roads, like people have this, you are not a mayor, you are not an Azek, you are not a Kazakh, you are not a human being of that area, you just do not exist. And so it was fascinating for me to see this because I was like, wait a minute, the population does know how to make the government accountable to them. They just don't do it for the rest of the year. And so I'm like, okay, so for 330 days, oh, the 365 days of the year, for 360 days of the year, the mayor's office can do absolutely nothing. But when Fet Champet rolls around two days before Fet Champet, the entire roads are clean. And then Fet Champet happens. And then by happenstance, it's still clean two days after for the close of the 365 days. And I'm just like, this is just like Carnaval. Like the administration can do next to nothing for the whole year for the entire population. But God forbid that three days where you have to get your respite to be able to just forget all things doesn't happen. You're a failure of a president or an administration or a prime minister. But economic downfall does not make you a failure. All these other things does not make you a failure, like a a categorical failure, but the inability to run an appropriate carnival or run an appropriate fet champet does. And I just am fascinated by this way that we have this expectation. And it's particularly high around um, the bottom of the pyramid, like the, the pep, as we would call them here. But the expectations are similar as you go through the different classes. They just present themselves in different ways. But at the end of the day, who is anyone accountable to here? And is, is, is that why it doesn't exist truly as a word in Creole? Yeah. Oh, you've said a lot. Um, <laughs> I think when I think of accountability in Haiti, and I when I think of 
Well, I'll go back a little bit. I don't know if you've ever experienced this, but when somebody in Haiti, at least it's been more, most of my experience now that I have um, been here full time, I had forgotten about it from earlier years when I, when I was growing up in Haiti. Someone does something rather than like owning it, they find a way to turn it back on you. Kind of like you have an appointment with somebody at 8 a.m. They, they call you at 8 a.m. to say, no, would we? Which typically means that they're not actually on their way. They're probably just leaving their bed. Mm-hmm. And you're like, wait, we're supposed to meet at 8. And they say, um, bon, pas toi tere lem yer pou te dim sin toujou ap rekotre at 8. That means you didn't call me yesterday to tell me that we're still meeting at eight. So instead of this person in the moment just saying, you right, yeah, I should have called you ahead of time and I didn't. They always find a way to turn it back on the other person. And so that's just at the individual level. And that same energy is at the top. Yeah. At the top, the administration has never owned its wrongdoing. It's not, and for me, accountability, what that would look like from the different groups would be to hold each other to the things that we're supposed to be doing and we're not doing, to the system that we have, the dysfunctional system that we have in place that puts us where we are today. And not just taking ownership, but having actionable steps as to how we are going to seek restitution. That's accountability to me. Yeah. That I recognize that I missed the mark. Yeah. And moving forward, these these are the things that I am going to do so this never happens. I want to see it at the bis- as at the businesses that I frequent. I want to see it in re- just in relationships just that those individual relationships and I'd like to see it at the top. Yeah. How the government show up for its people. The government is is working for the people, but it really feels like the people are working for the government. There we are. We are. Yeah. And we're being so there is, by the government. Mm-hmm. And we are being manipulated. And all they need to do is give us around election time. And all of a sudden, we forget about all of the trauma that happened before. All of that happens before. So somebody can actually not have an agenda as to how they're going to um, take care of their community. But come election, come election time, the day before, if they give you meal good and a mamit of a mamit of Zui and Pua, this is who you're voting for. You've yeah. forgotten. You've so how yeah. So we need to be accountable to ourselves. We need to hold ourselves to the fire. We have created this problem. Mm-hmm. We have pacified. We keep pacifying. We keep giving uh, passes to these. How would I call them? Uh, I don't. I have a authority. name, but I. <laughs> I mean, autorité. Um, autorité. I could also call them these cowards. I mean, yeah. <laughs> But let's call, them author- let's, call- <laughs> let's call them authority. Yeah, right? <laughs> we keep giving a pass to these individuals. And then we're looking like, wait, we're in the same place. Well, are we are responsible. Collectively, we are responsible, responsible for the spaces yeah. that we're sitting in. Yeah. And 
have you ever experienced, I think now it's different because we barely have electricity, but there's this, there used to be this phenomenon when I first moved to Haiti that I always found so fascinating. We don't have electricity regularly. So we have these rolling blackouts. We won't have electricity for like 12, 14, 16 hours or two days, three days, and then we'll finally get it. The whole yeah. neighborhood. You're like, oh, wait. I'm like, wait a minute. It's not a favor. It's not a favor. You're like, what? Like, you, and you don't even have to know. Like, I, I'd be sitting on bed, like, nothing is working. And then I, you're like, oh, and I'm like, oh, okay, let me go change. Let me go charge my phone, my laptop. And it's like, wait a minute. We can't, we shouldn't be celebrating this. It's not like, like it, and when you'll complain, people will be like, what do you want from them? They gave you electricity yesterday. They give you electricity today. What more do you want? Yeah. Do you want it 24 hours? And it's a struggle to even critique it sometimes because mm-hmm. people don't pay for electricity very often. Like they steal it. Like I'm sure you or I are paying for electricity because there's yeah. something wrong with us apparently. Like why, why are we paying <laughs> for electricity when you know your neighbor isn't or something? Or like, you know, my, my, my neighbor is running a full business without paying for electricity mm-hmm. and, and, a, and a business that requires a lot of electricity. And <clears throat> it's just how we choose to not do accountability or do it, I feel like is a direct reflection of how little we value ourselves. And I think for mm-hmm. me, that's what's triggering about it. If we valued ourselves more or if we were able to value ourselves if we were given the opportunity to have been able to value ourselves more we would have and we don't just do it here in haiti like the diaspora Mm -hmm. in the u.s i don't know about uh, i don't know the numbers off the other countries but there was a report just released like a couple weeks ago for the amount of money that we send to haiti the diaspora Mm -hmm. is the economy in addition to the timashan and aid. Those are like the three main points for mm-hmm. the economy. Why do we not scream louder when things aren't happening or going the way that they should? And particularly, why do we do the same patterns in the U.S.? Like, we'll campaign for Biden. We'll, you know, whatever. But then once the election happens, we'll just be like, ah, when you buy a green, it's like we're just mm-hmm. so lazy, you know, but just be like, ah, nobody did anything for us. And I'm wondering, when did the first Black Republic end up this way? And it's just, yeah, Desalin and the Cecil um, Fatima. Yeah, yeah. Of, the, of the revolution. <laughs> Those are our ancestors. And it's frustrating for the same rhetoric. Ah, you buy a glaine. But that's enough. And it's just like, it is a form of re-traumatizing a population. Like you don't do anything and then you just do that little. But of course, the people Mm -hmm. implementing that, that's what they grew up with. That's probably what they went into politics for. They went into politics so that they can do like a bel carnaval and a bel fête champette and develop a zone, quote unquote, but they never had like a plan for the, the area or something viable that they planned on doing. And so I guess it goes back to that crabs in a barrel mentality and like looking back at the environment, like is the problem the crabs in the barrel or the fact that the crabs aren't supposed to be in a barrel to begin with? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I think and I, that's also the issue is when you have people who are in survival mode become your president or your administration, that is problematic. Because if I am in survival mode, I am all about my flight, fight, freeze response 
is activated always. So being in a position of power where I have access to money and other, other types of wealth, I am only thinking about accumulating it for self because I don't know when I might, when, how long I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be in this position. So I am going to take all of it to the detriment of the country. So there is not just a lack of foundational self-love, but there is a disdain for one's country, for one's yeah. community. Yeah, yeah. And so now that I've made it in this, to this position, I am going to take all that I can for me. Yeah. So accountability aside, I mean, with the accountability, there's, I, I just think the accountability and the self-love or the just a love for country goes hand in hand. There has to be an inherent love for country. And if you don't have that, you at least need the accountability to balance the things that need to happen so you can have a functional, a functioning society. We have need, we, we don't have either one of them. So we're just sort of like, we are, I don't, we just, I don't know what we, I don't know what we're doing. <laughs> I, I'm actually, I just realized. I don't know. I'm confused. <laughs> you know what, as you're I talking, was, something clicked with me. It feels like the revolution, the Haitian revolution yeah. was a battle in this overall revolution yeah. of life. And we won that battle, but we have lost so many since then. The entrance mm -hmm. of aid. They're having to pay back the rep, the the um the, yeah. the money to the France. friends, the the having the U.S. government occupy us for so long, the constant interruptions from the for our own. It's just like we have lost every single battle since the revolution, and no wonder we are in this state, and mm -hmm. no wonder we're not able to pull ourselves up by like our proverbial bootstraps because they don't have any laces on them, and. Yeah. So Marjorie, well, how are we, how are you solving this for us in the year of 2021? I, I, um, I think from just from a political standpoint, we really have to elect people who have had a stance, who have had, um, who have their feet in the um, grounded in their communities, mm -hmm. not just people who tell you things that they're going to do. That's part of like, that's accountability at, at, at the lower level. Show me what you've done. Not all right, because you've 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 been you've been you've been alive. What have you done? Yes, you weren't president, you weren't mayor, you weren't uh, deputy or senator. But as a human being, what have you contributed to your community? Yeah. What have you learned, and what have you taught your community? So we can't just trust someone who just comes out of nowhere and say, "I'm gonna give you mami duty, I'm gonna give you electricity 24/7," and then just say, "Oh yeah, that sounds cool." Yeah. But then we haven't actually looked at the resume. Yeah. But it's like being in this, go ahead. No, so finish your thought. Being in this very, almost like entering an abusive relationship where you meet, you meet this individual man or woman and they tell you all these beautiful things, yeah. but we forget to do our homework. But let me, I mean, you can't know somebody, right, all too well, but there's, there, there's a level of homework we have to do, of self-work we have to do. Let me at least show me, help me, how can you help me support what you say, what you say that who you say you are? We don't do any of that because then, we're just popping from one individual to the next. Yeah. And it's the same thing in the U S I've realized. Um, and mm -hmm. I think 2020 showed us that like bright glaring red, yeah. 
people in general are in survival mode yeah. in many economies. Like the US economy, people, I mean, obviously, I mean, people needed to bail out, like not people, businesses, like big, huge businesses needed to bail out like three weeks mm-hmm. into the pandemic. It's, you know, somebody told me it was like um, somebody who is wearing like a Fuji belt instead of Gucci. Like it looks, it looks like Gucci <laughs> from far away, but then you woke up first. You're like, it's not an S instead of a G. Like it's, <laughs> it's maddening. And something I used to say that I think is very ignorant now that I, I hear it to myself. I used to always say the same thing. I'd be like, oh, Asian people, we need to get it together because we don't have the luxury that uh, people in the U.S. have of being so obtuse and like checked out. And apparently even they don't. Mm-hmm. And so I think what 2020 taught me is like, if somebody living in the U.S. does not have the luxury to be so checked out that what happened last year could happen, we need to be like super even more on top of it. And I think Mm -hmm. realizing it is one thing, but what is like the next step? And I think the easier answer is, you know, we raise our kids to be different, but at the same time, what do we do in our own community that allows this? And to realize that civic engagement isn't something that's necessarily taught here the same way that it used to be in the past. And how does does that work its way into, how is that part of our colonial conditioning because so many of our schools here are, are not run by Haitians they're run by outside mm-hmm. groups are run by aid and so of yes. course they're learning the same washed out history that we learned in the U.S. that is not reflective of who they are as people yeah you know I think in a lot of ways we are constantly electing people who we think is uh, people who we think are going to deliver us from the storm when in fact these people are the storm. Yeah, yeah. And we are completely responsible for our part because we won't hold ourselves and each other accountable. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I struggle with this accountability thing um, because when I Mm -hmm. try to hold someone accountable, it's that immediate dysfunction. And then my dysfunction comes out because I'm angry at their dysfunction. And so even in business, I find myself doing this, even in like transactions. And it's that what we talked about, I think in episode two, is you bring that same energy back. Like you Mm -hmm. turn the same energy that the person gave to you. And that also is a toxic behavior. And I see it turn up often when I'm parenting. Like if East is doing something that I'm just when toddlers are being toddlers, yeah, it activates the, because you want to bring the same energy. It's like, okay, mm-hmm. you're throwing yourself on the ground. You know what? I would also like to throw myself on the ground right now because I'm also a little overwhelmed <laughs> by what's going on right now. But it's easier with the toddlers because you, you know, you're like, okay, I'm not going to throw myself on the ground next to East. That would be absurd. But it's how to translate that into the same workings of thinking when we talk about or a larger society that that we're a part of. Yeah. But I think also, but the part of accountability is having a system check and balances, right? A system in place that if people don't do the things that they say that they're going to do, that we have a system that works that can take them out. So if, I mean, if we just take it to parenting, a, accountability can look like speaking from just like at a developmentally appropriate way where I tell Rami, um, if you if you throw the phone on the floor, I'm gonna take it away. Having the phone to you to watch Coco Melon for 15 minutes is a privilege. 
if you keep dropping it because you're having attention, I'm taking the phone away. So he may not necessarily understand everything that I say, but one thing that he gets is that he can't throw the phone on the floor when he's having a tantrum. But in his two-year-old mind, the, the net isn't working and he's having difficulty expressing that, so he throws the phone again. Mm-hmm. So then I, however, however, it, although it pains me, I take the phone and I put it away. Yeah. Because, because so that's so that's just a system at a very, you know, just very, very um, micro level. But what does that look <clears throat> sorry, what does that look like on a larger scale? Do we have system in place when people don't show up the way that they're supposed to, when they're not meeting the metrics that we need to have a functioning society, to have a youth that is thriving? to have a solid education um, system, what are, the, what are the metrics for getting them out of, for removing them or for holding them accountable? And are we really, are we collectively willing to do that, to show up in that way? Mm-hmm. Because it's not comfortable it's not. What, to put yourself out there. And sometimes it might even be a safety issue. And that's concerning when you're thinking about, wait a minute, I got to cover myself. Yeah. So it's much more layered than holding someone accountable is we also have to, do we have a system in place? Yeah. Yeah. It is super complicated. Um, But also we do have, like, we have systems for removing people from office and people don't (laughs) like to follow them. It's like people get uncomfortable with the idea of transitional government and with reason, some of our transitional governments in the past have been very problematic, but we're going through this now. Um, people have been calling for this administration to leave since, I mean, yeah. since while we were pregnant, because I remember being like eight weeks mm-hmm. pregnant, dealing with the July and we yeah. were all like, wait a minute. And I was like, wait a minute. What <laughs> of all the things <laughs> to be going on right now? Um, but there are systems. And then sometimes we follow them and other times we like burn tires and have protests. And I think understandably, especially yeah. in the diaspora, people get tired because it's like, nobody, you don't want anybody. And it's like, yeah, the population doesn't want just anybody. And we seem to constantly yeah. get these choices that aren't able to meet the, the minimum demands of, of what yeah. they need to do. And so it's concerning. And I don't think, I don't think we're not going to answer this question today. But I, I think yeah. what question that I, I struggle with, or not even a question, I understand more now how these different groups are operating and i think that was a key that i was missing in haiti um i think because i was just so into my work i never really stepped back and thought about how does each category of person think and then it made a lot more sense when i put it in u.s terms because i saw the same thing in the u.s but it just plays out differently yeah we keep taking we keep taking jabs at ourselves because we keep expecting people with just spent capacity for leadership to pour excellence and greatness into a system. Yeah. Because we're just willing, we just want to pass the moment. We just want to get over the moment. It's like a quickie. Like, let's just get this over and done with. But then the implications of that is five years or however long of dysfunction of a youth that is, not thriving, people yeah. suffering. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's heavy. So, um, well, I, I think that's a good place to end today. 
I do want to say something positive since we are, since our um, topic is kind of about is that Haitian artists have kept us in, some, in a lot of ways connected to Haiti's essence. Mm -hmm. Even though we're, we're losing in some ways, we're losing our cultural pride, I think Haitian artists still try and when i say artists i'm not just talking about musicians i'm just talking about the the artists that the guys that you see on the on the side of boudon making those metal artsy stuff the musical guy the 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 handmade bags and i'm just artists in general they have kept us or they continue to keep us connected to haiti's beauty yeah. and that to me is a gift and i don't that ha that is not lost with me. Yeah, that's a great way to end yeah. that. Yeah, that there's you have more optimism than you do. Yeah. What is the opposite of optimism? Not optimism. Pessimism. <laughs> oh yeah, pessimism <laughs> about about Haiti and it and her and her future direction. Yeah. Well, yeah. thank you everyone. Thank you, Marjorie. It was the thank last you, episode of the Carnival season, and we're not sure when we'll be back, but. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back and and hopefully you'll you'll take another seasonal ride with us through some informal conversations about relationships yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay awesome